boom, clang. The rattling echoes fill the dark, still air around us as we struggle to adjust our eyes. We have no memory of what happened before. All we know is now we are in a small space with no light. The air feels cold and it becomes clear that our sight will not be useful in this environment. We cannot see a thing. The space is small and the walls feel hard and seem to sway slightly. Or maybe it's the darkness making us think the walls are moving. Unnatural 20s hosts, hosts, hosts. A voice calls out, echoing around us. I have been challenged to prove that I know more than you, you, you. That I remember more than you. That I would never forget things like... Well, never mind on that. Let's just say my honor depends on your failure, failure, failure. While you record today's episode, you will do it from an unknown location without your sight. As you move through these silly little topics, I will provide clues about where you are and why you are there, there, there. If you can guess your location correctly, I will let you go. But if you cannot, you will stay there forever, ever, ever. Mwahahaha. Okay, that's that's creepy. I don't know about you guys, but that was that was a little bit weird. Where what's happening? Where's that voice coming from? Am I a mole? As it happened, I bec- I become a mole. I knew it. We're in Caitlin's fucked up dream. <laughs> I've always wanted to be like the mole from Kim Possible and just be a little blind little rat. Did you do this to us? This is this is all your fault. I immediately thought of the mole man from uh mole man from like Incredibles, that like villain. That's where my mind went. She, uh, oh, yeah. Well. Oh, no. I know Mole Man. He uh, tries to date uh, Squirrel Girl in a couple of the comics. So I, I'm mm-hmm. very familiar with the blind dude. You fucking nerd. Yeah. He's wow. blind underground. Well, I guess this is where we're recording from. It'd be nice to see you, but I can hear you. And uh, for anyone else listening, welcome to Unnatural 20s from a dark and unknown location. I'm Books, and I will be your DM for this very terrifying episode hopefully this will be our only episode in which we come to you from such a really creepy cold place but here to join in on this mysterious adventure you've already heard their voices from the darkness one is a friend who doesn't need this echoing location to enhance her voice in any way it's hey what's up i'm a moral rat and i'm here to show you my beautiful voice because uh i'm more rat and that's all you can hear and you, you can't that's you took advantage of the acoustics. Yeah. <laughs> but like in a country way, and I respect yeah. that. <laughs> and that's why I stopped. It was like a hoedown. No, um no, I'm just a mole. I'm just a mole rat over here, just mm-hmm. living my life in this little cave and, and loving loving these little moistened walls. Uh <laughs> from you licking wow. it. Stop licking it. Yeah, stop licking it. <laughs> It'll be less moist. <laughs> I hate this place. I hate it so much. Taking advantage of the <laughs> acoustics. Also, we have a friend who makes playlists so good. You'll think any lost sense has been restored by the music alone. It's... Oh, hey, what's up? It's Cassie. Do we have our stuff with us? Like, do I have my signature boom, giant boom box that I carry everywhere? You do. I think so. I keep hitting something Fuck with yeah. my ankle, and I'm assuming that is your boom box. Mm-hmm. It's going to be that big, ridiculous thing for sure. It's already crowded boom, enough in here, clap. so I kind of wish... You didn't bring it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's like it's box? my plus one in life. That's it. Boom, clap, sound in my heart. My beat goes on and on and on and on. Turn that crap off, Cassie. Honestly, Boom, like clap, I wish, I wish I could. My heart. I got one from a garage sale, and like they told me, I I can't figure out how to get it to stop playing that. <laughs> when uh, my sister's hit clip got like water spilled on it, the like audio changed to less. <laughs> pleasant and uh repeated the same song i feel like the same thing has happened to your boombox <laughs> it's the moist walls in here stop licking the fucking walls <laughs> <laughs> all right i am truly not sure what we could expect from this episode but i can tell you how it normally goes normally we have a list of talking points and i as the dm will roll a d20 to determine which talking point we are going to hit not only do i get to help fate determine what we discuss i also get to dish out experience points whenever cassie and caitlin give me some good answers and they just really make me happy but when they displease me when they just say things that i do not like to hear i get to deliver damage i feel like a lot of damage is already happening this episode though so hopefully we do not go there we don't know where we are we don't know why we're here and i think to really best you know maybe dig ourselves out of this problem maybe find our way out of this hellhole and back to the studio we should start at the bottom we should start at the very worst of our week with our fails and maybe if we get those out of the way we will better 
better be suited for finding our way out of this mess. Wow. I do love that we get to start down here at the bottom over in Tunnel 1 um, and make our way up. I do love that because, <laughs> you know, me as a mole rat because I'm fully embracing what I am. And I oh, know that's what clear. I am. Yeah. I, I am a mole rat. That's clear. Um, it licking I think regardless the of our location, yeah. you are a mole rat licking walls. No. I feel like that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with where we found ourselves. I think that that's just your true identity. That's like the nicest thing you've ever said to me. So thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go bite the wall now with my large teeth. Bonding in this moist cave right Ah. now. (laughs) You're welcome for the moistness. Um, Well, what is my fail is the fact that it's the opposite of moist, guys. It's it's hot. What what a fucking terrible. (laughs) I don't want to know. A terrible sentence to lead into. I respect the transition game, but what a terrible sentence. I'm just a professional, okay? I'm a professional mole rat, and I'm here to tell you about some hot things that I'm gonna lay down mm-hmm. um i cooked a food <laughs> one time this week and um you know when you cook the food and you're not supposed to like you know set things ablaze or possibly um you know create a ton of smoke Did like you that's set probably- another meal on fire <sighs> yes. no yes but <laughs> <laughs> yes she did yes <laughs> It wasn't completely a flame, but what I did do is I was cooking a frozen meal, which you think you could never fuck up a frozen meal. But my fail is the fact that I, I defo did. Um, I create cook some Trader Joe's orange chicken. If you have ever had that, it's fucking delicious. Right? Oh, it's so good. So good. Cannot be messed up. But no, here I come in ready to do it. Uh, I put the sauce into the chicken a little bit too quick and the pan was a little bit too hot. So um, my uh, sauce and chicken mixture boobled up. It got real boobly <laughs> and it like spattered everywhere and got real smoky. And like the whole place, our whole apartment got a little bit foggy um mm-hmm. it was like a nice mm-hmm. beach day you know mm-hmm. foggy as hell yeah. and um and our fire alarm went off and it was really late at night <laughs> and my boyfriend was asleep but guess what didn't wake him um but yeah i um also really burnt the chicken i really really burnt it it was incredibly fucking burnt like, yeah it was just like some of the nuggets had turned to just char yeah like it was just Oh my god! Just burntness. I had that as my leftover lunch today, and but it w- it tasted extra burnt as a leftover. You told me that, and I felt bad for you. Well, it was still fine. It was still a meal, so I felt really bad it? for you. Fuck yeah! I ate it twice. Dude. I <laughs> Someone was asking me like about our roommate friendship origins. And the only story I could think to tell was that like one of the first nights we ever lived together, I before I left for a trip, I told you guys, please just don't burn down the apartment. And I came back and Caitlin decided to make some plantains and set off the fire alarm like my first night back to our apartment. Oh, that's not that bad. I just set it off. It was fine. It was fine. fine. I didn't like smoke out the whole place. So it was chill. The it was just, and all I could think was like, how many times has this happened while I was gone for like a month and a half? I forgot about making plantains. I should try doing that again. Mm, I don't know. Shit. I don't know. You're not on a good roll and you don't have a good track record with that one. But it is. There's something more embarrassing about setting off a fire alarm in an apartment complex because everybody knows and you just hear like you could pin which who it was, which dumb fuck decided they didn't want to cook properly. And it's it's a lot of times it's yeah. us. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's it's mostly me i've done it quite often Not we've all been there yeah uh so yeah that's wow. my fail my fail is that um i so like i've been to a few times on the show i'm planning a wedding and wedding planning during a pandemic is very fun very exciting everything becomes very spontaneous uh <laughs> which is always enjoyable <laughs> but i finally had like things seeming to be in like good motion we had a date scheduled a venue scheduled we got like the photographer the videographer the dj all the necessary stuff sorted out and it genuinely seems like far off enough that like the virus wasn't going to interrupt it we were going to be able to make it happen and make it fun and exciting and um Today, I found out that the same weekend as our wedding, there has now been a rescheduled Grand Prix, like 200,000 person (laughs) event happening Mm. on the same street as my wedding venue. Not just the same city, but like the exact same location as my wedding venue, Mm. meaning no parking (laughs) to be found. 
Fuck. Oh, man. The the quietest of cars. <laughs> the, yes. Specifically. Very, like, and it's not only that like there will be racing and just fast ass cars driving, but there's a concert going to happen. There are vendors. <gasps> They're just, there's expected to be a shit ton of people. So, yeah. Now I have to Fuck, reschedule dude, that is, my wedding. It is unreal and for like the fact about a grand prix the fun thing about that is is when it comes to a town is it it is set up around the town in the streets of the town so they are Mm -hmm. racing literally like your venue is like on the fucking track essentially like it's on their path fuck yeah dude yeah Yeah. so uh middle of saying i do we get to hear that zoom as all the cars go by maybe some helicopters tracking the race no all sorts of noises will be occurring it is time to change your fucking wedding and you and your uh, fiance are going to be in your own little cards and you're going to race to the finish line. That's where you say I do and see who finishes first. Never mind. We're going to zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have, Can we have like mind. a new camera set up as we race? Yes. yes just like obviously. that like, live streaming of us in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, neither of us are the like brilliant like I, I would not trust either of us in a race so it'd just be a lot of cursing i think as good sped by us yeah that's what that's what we need he's i feel he's that would like escalate it and i have a lot of road rage so <laughs> i feel like you're gonna my money is a hundred percent on you oh so, without a doubt like i would just like to see oh, you yeah. fuck it up and tear up those streets on your wedding day <laughs> in your wedding dress and then walk out of that fucking car in your wedding dress yeah i i see it it's honestly beautiful. it's a power moment oh yeah hell yeah that's like my dream wedding right there. You just got a gift placed upon you. <laughs> Genuinely, though, like one of the hardest parts about like figuring out some of the wedding has been like the theme and the decor because I'm really indecisive and it all just seems very expensive. But now they just saved me all that trouble. My theme is now Grand yeah. Prix. My decor is now mm-hmm. drunk people, in, you know, drinking and wearing, yes. you know, racing clothing and uh, everything like that. Like that's my theme. Also, your budget just got so much lower because where you need to go for that is Walmart. And that's, let me tell you, you can do a real good budget on there. <laughs> You've got mm-hmm. that fucking down, it's dude. True. That's going to be that's gonna be huge for you. And a good portion of my like little bit more white trash family probably doesn't even need to buy an outfit for this wedding. They're all set up. Yeah, you, this, is a, this is a win-win, you know? <laughs> but uh, speaking of speed racers, uh, my fail is I've got my first speeding ticket. A couple days ago, and it no. sucked ass. But I, like, to be fair, I drive aggressively. Yes. And fast. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I have definitely have had this coming. It's just, like, it's never fun. It happened in the morning, and it happened by a fucking motorcycle cop, and they're fucking no. dick bags. They're the worst. And, um... They're the absolute worst. And he he came up like yelling across like from the fucking median yelling at me. So I was like, I knew from the bat it was going to go bad. And we just did not vibe. It did not go well. But you know what? He the fun part was, you know, after he was done yelling at me for speeding that uh, I got to hand over my license and then he got to yell about me for having an Arizona license. <laughs> so it was a win win for me. I'm, I was loving that. It was a real good, it sounds like a real, real fucking gem of a day. It, I did luck out though, because, um, I don't know, I don't know where he got me at, but I did technically run a red light right before speeding oh! where he got me for, <laughs> and, uh, that one's not on the ticket. It's just speeding in my bad license. So, <laughs> you know what? We're winning here. He didn't get you for your tint there or your you exhaust either? No, my windows were down because I'm a fucking cool kid. Oh! <laughs> he did mention the exhaust that. though. <laughs> that's what he started yelling at and then he was yelling from across the street i was like i'm sorry i don't know what you're saying and he's like it's probably because your exhaust is so fucking loud and i was like probably (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) well you're not wrong there probably not helping (laughs) it sounds pretty Uh, fucking cool doesn't it though (laughs) you want me to rev this shit for you dude (laughs) sorry i can't hear you over my loud engine <laughs> did you Lord. see me hit that <laughs> so dirt nasty bro <laughs> pretty good am i right let me get some knuckles for that bro <laughs> the worst part was he asked me like do i know the speed limit on the street and where i pulled over for him it was painted on the fucking ground <laughs> oh, no. and i was like well the street right there says 35 and he was like well would you look at that huh <laughs> uh, we were the best of friends so 
I could tell. Oh, wow. Being, I've only been pulled over twice, and uh, I cry when I'm angry. Like, I cry when I'm super oh, pissed, yeah. and they always think I'm crying because mm-hmm. I'm, like, sad, and I'm just pissed as hell at them. So <laughs> that's my yeah. least favorite thing, because they think, like, it's going to be okay. It's really not that big a deal. I'm like, don't even fucking try to comfort oh. me. I'm pissed at you. <laughs> like, Ew. I just get they so tried to angry comfort you. Like, both times, yeah. <laughs> no, they cried. I think they me. thought I was, like, a lot younger than I was. And they thought like, yeah. I was just like a you know, 16 year old kid getting pulled over for the first time. And really, I was just like cursing them out in my mind. So, you know, and then they look at your ID and they're like, oh, damn, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I I hate being pulled over. I'm due for a speeding ticket because I also drive too fast and aggressively. But I also don't drive yeah. anywhere anymore. So that's been my saving grace. There you go. I don't leave my house. Hell Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> covid for the win on that one <laughs> i've probably been through this entire year 2020 can't get me with the speeding ticket because i didn't go anywhere there you go uh on that note of speeding why don't we speed on into our adventure and see where we're gonna go and i rolled all right we rolled a five which is gonna be our advice for pop culture characters what advice do you guys have to give uh my advice so i'm going to be using advice that i've learned from pop culture characters and giving it to another pop culture character so mine is for i should have looked up her name the queen uh on the show the great um who's that about you know what it's queen alexander is that queen elizabeth that alexander there it is wow. it's not it's russia why'd i throw out a uh, god damn it she <laughs> is okay. the, i thought you know elizabeth what? was gonna oh, be a no. good one <laughs> sounded about right to me there's like a later but yes her later queen of russia or czar of russia or whatever that uh was related to queen victoria of england so you know you're there close. we go that's what i knew and that was the connection in my brain i'm yep. a smart person catherine it's not alexander the great catherine yeah yeah he yeah 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 so uh, this is for <laughs> Catherine the Great from the TV yep. show The Great. And um, so she got into this marriage. It was like an arranged marriage. And she uh, to the emperor or so, uh, the emperor of Russia. And yeah. uh, it turns out he ends up being a piece of shit. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Real bad dude. And then like, so since it was a arranged wedding, you know, like the first time they meet is like their wedding day. It's what it seems like. And uh, as a gift, she he gives her a bear. Which uh, is super rad. And then, you know, you get to, like, bond with this bear. And then he's a piece of shit. So one time, like, at a party at a drunk, he he was drunk and, like, shoots the bear. Which uh, is, like, she then comes to the logical conclusion that she has to kill him. And that's exactly what, like, everybody else feels while yes. watching it. Like, this dude must fucking die because he's an evil monster. So... But the way she's going about it is elaborate and, like, drawn out. She's trying to do, like, a full coup. And, like, there's a much simpler way. So uh, later on in an episode, he gets her another bear to try to, like, you know, make up for it. So uh, my advice to her is this dude loves to hunt. So for her to, like, take him to the woods, say, like, they're going on, like, a little hunting trip or whatever. And then, like, have the bear waiting at a certain spot, like, you know, deeper into the woods. So, you know, they're walking on their hunter- or on their um, hunting trip. And then at some point, she just needs to dip the boy in honey, get him completely coated in honey, and then also throw a picnic basket near him. Yes. Because if pop culture has taught me anything, it's that those two things, those are two things that bears love. Honey. Light a fire near him, too. Oh, Smokey the Bear. Yeah, he's going to get so fucking furious about that shit. Get a little mouse to sing with a bear. Bear in the big blue house. Get it at nighttime with the moons there. It's a double whammy. We're going to get all the bears. And then this bear's going to lose his fucking mind. Uh-huh. as soon as he sees this dude he's gonna attack him and then you know he's murdered it was a freak accident where the bear just attacked him like it's a bear you can't control a bear no and there's true. gonna be no evidence left of all the honey and all the shit by him because the bear ate it yeah. so uh, and that's put out why that fire <laughs> <laughs> and yes the fire will be gone <laughs> and that's my advice for uh, how to murder this dude in an easier way I'd love wow, it. I, I think that is gonna it's gonna solve all the problems. I agree. Um, and I like that you got not just one bear, but you got all the bears. Oh, we're gonna <laughs> a, all the bears are gonna come for this. And you had to make it foolproof with everything for the bears. You had to get every mm-hmm. little thing that bears love. Listen, you mess with one bear, and they're all gonna step. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. that's their family, bro. <laughs> Plus, I feel like this guy is such um, an asshole that that's the death he truly deserves is mauled by bear. Multiple bears. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I want to see the Snuggles bear, the the oh, Charmin bear, Charmin. Charmin bear. I don't, oh, there is a laundry detergent one too. Oh, there's a Char- fucking toilet That's a paper bear. bear. <laughs> we'll get- and then the Charmin is yeah. So you just gotta you gotta find a way to get the Charmin bear there too. Have shitty toilet paper. 
Just have a like shit ass. He probably has a shit ass, and it's probably going <laughs> to, yeah. It's true. His little dirty ass will probably draw them into the area. <laughs> They'll sniff the air like, found one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking good. Cassie, my advice is actually going to go, um, I'm gonna. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to murder as well. Yo, let's murder, dude. Oh. Um, so we, watch, uh, we watched the movie Soul, uh, the new yeah. Disney Pixar movie, which, to be honest, uh, was not my favorite Disney Pixar movie, and I did not cry. Um, <laughs> my review did not cry review did not cry um, I understand what it was going for but also uh, there was a character who was I want to call him the bad angel would you call him anything other than that all of all of the like angel type things oh, the like little the doodles sneaky, the accountant doodles yeah they all had the same name and I yeah. believe it was like Josie or something like that or like Janice Jer- it was uh, Jerry. Jerry I think it was all Jerry there, everyone who was like an angel was named Jerry. So there was one really angry Jerry and he was like the accountant. And um, I didn't like that Jerry. And that Jerry was just straight up annoying and he did nothing to move the plot around. So um, these Jerry's are like little squiggles. So what I would like to do is I would like the nice Jerry's to get the evil Jerry and to draw him like some legs or like some wings. And I would like him to especially have some wings so he could fly up in the air and he'd just become the Red Bull mascot and then um, just leave him on Earth and make him the Red Bull mascot. And I think that's how that should end. But then he's in our realm and we have to deal with him. Then we have to deal with the Red Bull wing guy. Which we already, he already sucks. Yeah. And now we're going to put a worse dude there? Yeah. Well, he's just a little bit more squiggly. <laughs> True. If you think about it. True. Or, a little more you know, squiggly. I, like I was saying with the murder, I was just thinking about murdering him. Like erase him. Yeah. Yeah. Erase him. Send let's him into go, the great beyond. Let's go with the SpongeBob technique and let's erase him. Doodle bop that boy. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. They do. They're just doodles. And I hope... Th- I don't think that ruined any part of Soul if you ever want to watch it. It was probably <laughs> incomprehensible. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. I if haven't, you haven't seen Soul. it. Makes no sense. But yeah, it, it doesn't really uh, make much sense to me, but I I want him gone anyway, so let's erase him. I support you. You know, that. going into Soul, I didn't know there was just going to be a bunch of doodle bops named Jerry. So <laughs> I'm going to be honest. That's my review of Soul. <laughs> didn't cry and a lot of doodle bops. <laughs> that, that just wasn't, uh, wasn't that great. Uh <laughs> my advice is um not about murder but it is about a queen so it does kind of tie into cassie's a bit as well and this is from the latest season of the bachelor i don't know if you have been keeping up on that but uh no the i know his name's is michael just, is his name michael shit i don't know i don't pay attention to the dude <laughs> <laughs> michael, we're bad at names I'm so i know bad what he looks like i'm pretty sure his name's michael that just doesn't sound right but it totally could be fuck i don't know matt ah fuck matt james fucking two first names matt james what did i say his name was michael oh michael matt fuck i was like michael doesn't sound right but i can't tell you what it is because i'm not giving advice to matt or michael whoever that is uh the bachelor this season though of course there's drama of course there's producers playing some bullshit and planting a person and it's very clear that this season's plant is someone named victoria who calls herself queen victoria she's just constantly like making references about like you guys are all a bunch of court jesters and i'm a queen Mm. um and she's obnoxious. Mm, as hell. She's really she's going for it. Some energy, um, but they're, like she's clearly keeping being kept on the show because the producers want her to like drive up drama drama because she just like is rude as hell to the other girls and just mm-hmm. draw, draw drags out unnecessary things. But I think if she was clearly like encouraged by the producers to be like crazy and extreme and bring all this queen energy that she wants to bring, that's fine. Um, but I think she should have like come up with a better backstory because there's this moment where Matt, the bachelor is going around to all the girls, like on his one-on-one since be like, you know, it's really important to like get to know the girl, like everyone better on like a more an emotional level. So like, let's connect. I want us to be vulnerable together. Like that's his whole kind of thing is like being vulnerable is really important to him. Um, so like we have girls mm-hmm. confessing that like their dads are dying and sharing oh, no. like, oh. really deep things and she was like bragging about how she like opened up she was super vulnerable and her one-on-one all she said was like you know it's just really hard for me to like come and dress up because i'm just really insecure and that was her entire vulnerability <laughs> moment was that she said she was insecure 
And I think if she's going to play as this role, she needs a better backstory. And I really think she should just go to the extreme because her entire character is extreme and borrow from Hollywood. So I think like she should come and be like, you know, it's just really hard for me because a while back I was engaged to this man and my parents were really pushing for our engagement because he was really rich, but he was not a good person. And then while I was on a boat traveling from, you know, Europe to America, I met another man and I feel like he could have been my true love. Like he could have been the one, but then our boat hit an iceberg and he drowned. But I was like, I feel like she just needs to come up with a Hollywood Titanic equivalent backstory. And that can be her vote. I was like, where are you going here? I was like, I must know this movie. Extra. You didn't get that it was Titanic. They vote hit a fucking iceberg. No, I didn't get, I didn't get it until the last second. I was like, Oh, 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 uh that would be so good if somebody threw out (laughs) fucking titanic as their backstory and wait for the person to be like is this titanic and (laughs) then he drew me like one of his little french girls (laughs) like and then we we did did it in in a a car car. (laughs) like i just think that would be the best she's already so extra she's not holding back and i just want her to come up with this wild backstory for her character because she's already the producer's plant, she might as well go to the extreme. So my advice for Queen Victoria is <laughs> yeah, to punch just it up, be dude. even more extra. Go further. You could do it. Yeah. I fucking love that so much. <laughs> I just fucking Titanic. I I want to go to a, like when things get real again. I want I want to just tell people that my backstory is just straight up like Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. Like I was on the yes. Titanic. I'm back. It's like, oh, are you like a soul from there? Like, have you found a new body? No, no, no. I was there. It was, it was me. It's just my life. It was me. <laughs> I'm Rose. I just threw that ambulance to the ocean yesterday. Um, they just, uh, you know. They filmed my life. They filmed my story. Um, so yeah, that's my advice. I think it would go over well. Cassie, love for it. your advice, I okay. So I love the show, The Great. I I'm absolutely enjoying mm. that show. But um, I think your twist on it would make that show even better. So G- a good murder that. right off the bat. A good murder early on. I feel like there's plenty more to see in the show without him around. So mm-hmm. it would be worth it. And I'm going to give you 57 points for that. Thank you. Dougal. I'm not quite sure what the doodle bops fully are because I have not watched that movie yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But he doesn't sound fun. He doesn't sound good. And I want him erased or turned into the Red Bull wing dude. Either way, gone from the film and from the storyline and from that universe. So I'm going to give you 48 points. Cool. And oh, okay. I think it's time for us to get a clue. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. We still got to figure out where we are. I'm going to lick the walls we, again, guys. Don't worry. I, you've oh. got, you've licked it enough, dude. We can wait the for the clue. Taste. We can just wait for the clue. It's going to get a good taste. All right. You guys get two guesses each about our location. Ooh. Okay. Your location was inspired by a symbol designed by a na- man named Frank Miller. Fuck. Who the okay. hell is that? It, Prince. We're, we're Prince's house. That I am Yoda. I'm I'm in Yoda's um, dungeon. Okay, Frank that's a good Miller. Uh huh. Oh, 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 Yoda's a good place. Okay, I, that's maybe why the name Frank Miller comes to ring a bell in my head. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I We're gave g- a bad compliment. <laughs> that wasn't a good guess. Is it like close? So she's pretty nice. <laughs> You're not Frank a Miller is a writer Yannis. of a book, I think. <laughs> uh, listen, Frank Miller, Frank and Weenies. Oh, <laughs> Weenies, shit. Oscar Mayer, we're in Oscar Mayer factory. No, you got to go wow. further. Oscar Mayer, baloney. Everything is baloney, Cassie. And then mm. we are definitely inside someone's mind. Mind? In their mind. Was it a mind? Mind, because it's all baloney here. <laughs> All right. I don't think we've quite figured we're out any where of those? we are. No, those, none of those we're are in the tracks of a brain. Located. We are not in a mind. We're not in Yoda's dungeons. We're not in an Oscar Mayer factory or uh, oh. Prince's house. None of those are correct. But good tries. We've got a few more times. I'm not worried about it. I think we can manage just fine. So why don't we get back to our adventure? Oh. We rolled a two, which is going to be Caitlin's number. 
Kaylin's number is real fun because uh, she's our animal expert. She likes to give us all these good facts about these animals you may never have heard of before. Not only does she give us their facts, she also gives us their sound, the noise they make. Just so much good, good stuff. All the good stuff. So, Caitlin, this week your animal is the immortal jellyfish. Ah, yes. I'm glad that we've already brought up SpongeBob once because I'm here to bring it to you again. <laughs> Because it's jellyfishing time. Oh, my immortal jellyfish. Um, First of all, these jellyfish are fucking beautiful. They are the most colorful, beautiful jellyfish you've ever seen. Uh, They're also, um, they're pretty big. Um, Jellyfish can get really, really big, but these are like medium sized. So they're not like the size of your car. They're probably like the size of your body. Um, (laughs) our body the jellyfish sizes yes yes i'm just trying to give you like a good visual no i'm a visual learner i appreciate it yeah listener you're getting all these visuals this is Um, audio medium they appreciate that yep i hope they do and their um tentacles do look like linguine noodles um and they are the thickness of linguine um Mm -hmm. if you know how thick that is that's exactly how it is um and (laughs) And if you know the words that I just said, then uh, if you know, you know. <laughs> then that's what it is. If you don't, then guess what? I'm going to describe it to you in extreme detail. It's about an inch thick, <laughs> and then from there, the linguini, which again is an inch thick, is probably like ten feet long. So, do you got it, listener? Just making sure. I, I got it. Oh, good. Cassie got it. Okay. I All think right. So, yeah. Um, we're gonna move on from um the tentacles to uh. So the reason why it's called the immortal jellyfish and the reason why it's called the immortal jellyfish is not because it lives forever. It's because it, it traps and ensnares things in its side of its jelly little dome forever. So like sometimes it eats oh. up rocks and or it eats up a krill or it eats up anything. Whatever it eats up stays inside the bell of the jelly. Um, and that's why it's all so rainbow colored. It's the um, murders of its past. Um, it just Does it- makes a beautiful, um, colorful um, rainbow in its bell. I hate that. Does it, it break the things up or is it like a preserved version of whatever it ate? Like uh, it's like a museum when you like go buy these things. It depends. So it doesn't look like a little trash monster. It doesn't look like a trash bag. Um, it only preserves cer- certain things that have uh, are made up of like like a certain material so that's why the rock will stay in there so um, why is it eating rocks it happens sometimes okay <laughs> you know when you're going to slurp down a nice little Listen, crawfish it's immortal but it's not very bright okay okay, okay. It, they don't really have brains okay sometimes it might accidentally eat a rock and then it has a rock preserved in its head and um, it has a rock for brain. And that is the immortal jellyfish. One really cool thing about them is that they do have beaks. And the beaks do make a cool noise. Um, and the noise that the immortal jellyfish is. <laughs> you know what? It's the noise that really wow. sold me on these guys. I'm a big fan of that noise. Uh-huh. It comes from their tiny little beak. Which again, they are like the size of your body. Mm-hmm. But their beak is probably the size of a half inch. <laughs> about this is that what they eat from (laughs) um yes that's that's what's slurping up rocks that's what they make the noise out of they eat through their bottom of the bell of their body like it's it's like Ah. one of those parachutes that the kids play under at preschools um but that's uh how they suck up everything does that make sense fuck yeah crystal clear image that i've got of this <laughs> this linguine rock eating thing i i fully see it and it's a uh, fully a monster yeah and i don't i think you were on the dark web when you found your version because it's a fucked up thing yummy um the immortal jellyfish that i found so you said yours was about body size yeah these ones are actually super tiny little jellyfish. Interesting. They are about 0.18 inches, oh. which is smaller than a pinky nail is what oh. I found. Um, and also the way they, so they're crazy because uh, the way they grow and um, if you know about animals, you, you know what? Then you know. Also, <laughs> if you have the attention span to read a Wikipedia article that has a lot of big words, this one's for you. From what I could understand and what I could focus on before I lost interest was uh, <laughs> they, they like start off with these tiny little things that swim. These are going to be really dumbed down versions. So they're tiny little things that swim and they then hook onto the floor. And somehow that thing that's hooked on the floor then turns into a jellyfish. 
but that's what I don't know. So we're going to focus on what I do know. Tiny little dudes, size of pinky nail. They have a bright red belly that is visible through their clear bell. Mm. So you can see through them and there is a color inside. Uh, <laughs> They do have it. They have an insane amount of tentacles, which it, it's like ninety freaking tentacles on these things. Like linguini, ninety linguinis, but like <laughs> smaller linguinis, tiny linguinis. They're more angel hands. Yeah, so very good. <laughs> good a good po- pasta reference. Points for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I know by name. Oh yeah. <laughs> They are, they're called the immortal jellyfish because they are essentially immortal. They have the ability to regenerate in order to heal, um, which they can actually do the like way they do it is insane and they never stop. So if they're hurt or they like starve, they're able to take a leap back in their developmental process and trans uh, transform back into a polyp. That polyp of colonies have eventually like buds and releases medusa that are genetically identical to its adult stage. So it literally just jumps back in its fucking stage. Like this is if I got a boo-boo as a kid and went back to an infant because I didn't want to deal with that boo-boo. Like that's these fuckers. But then as an infant, you released a bunch of little clones of your infant self and they went out and became Mm -hmm. adult Cassie. They're fucking unstoppable, dude. And they're also known to hitchhike on like cargo ships and like anything really. So they're fucking all over the place. They go wherever the fuck they want. They hitch, they like hike, they're, they're everywhere and they do what they want and they're immortal. They're fucking crazy. Whoa. That's so wild. Yeah. I would like to, mm-hmm. I would like to morph with one. Uh, like Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. Like, what do you want to be? I want to morph into one of these. I feel like <laughs> it would be to always, if <laughs> constantly existing sounds so exhausting. I would also like to hear somebody yeah. explain this thing who understands shit. So I'll ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll ask maybe Eli. we have some things wrong. Cassie, I followed it and interpreted it the same way you did. So. Yeah. You know. But uh, that's a wild, wild animal. Um, Dougal, I do love your dark web, trash eating little monster that you created. Not trash, just rocks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just rocks. Uh, I That was truly a pleasure to learn about as well. So you're going to get 45 points. All right. And we get another clue. Hopefully it'll be more helpful than the last, which we knew it was designed by Frank Miller. Mm-hmm. This clue is that part of the design is driven from what Navajo and Central Native Americans prayed to for rain. Pray to was it? Uh, okay, design. You're just trying to figure out the location. The lo- I'm trying to figure out the location, a totem pole, or a <laughs> rain stick is used in the process. Maybe a rain stick. So we are in the rainforest. No. <laughs> we're in the sky that that's your one guess wait wait, wait, wait. That was one of mine. We're, we're in a dark place right okay. it's dark yes it's dark yes so what place is dark that's in the rainforest we're it's dark it's cold we've got walls around us it, it, do, is there caves in the rainforest where do moles fit into this <laughs> <laughs> we're underground in the oh! rainforest okay I, yes i like that one okay. we're underground in the rainforest and i submit what is it trebek <laughs> i am sorry to say that is incorrect ah. what is underground in the rainforest is not the location okay hear me out more word, word association rainforest rainforest cafe are we in Ooh. a shutdown rainforest Ooh. cafe dude no but i wish that would i would, I would love that are we in a log scarier scarier it's scarier scarier than a log which you know it probably is also scarier than a log if it is <laughs> and no we are not in a log ah, darn logs seem pretty scary to me to be honest <laughs> a lot of bugs in those if lion king taught me anything stay the fuck away from those <laughs> no that's the good snack yeah that's the good bugs, spot though. lion king taught us that those those bugs look tasty as hell when i was a child. they look tasty I like bugs but i don't want them on my body a snack on them <laughs> hell yeah all right i am sorry to say that no we are not in a rainforest cafe nor are we in a rainforest underground nor are we in a log <laughs> or the sky <laughs> I feel like we were really getting close, though, I with one, one of those. Frank Miller and then uh, something about rain. Yeah. That's all I got. Right there, right there dude. That's all you get so far. Uh, you guys are definitely going somewhere with these guesses, and I'm proud of you because, honestly, 
I I have no idea where we are, but your guesses are better than what I could come up with. So I'm proud of you. And we should get back into our adventure. I'm sure we will get more clues in the future. That was so kind of you to say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We rolled a seven, which is throwback. For my throwback, I really wanted to talk about some fashion trends that we had when we were younger, particularly a very specific one of layering our tank tops and shirts. Yo. Did you guys do this? Yo, nonstop. This was this was my shit. I think everyone who is uh, anywhere near our age or lived through the two- 2000s had to have layered shirts. Because no matter what, all yeah. t-shirts that were sold at stores, even if they, so short. If they weren't <laughs> layered, they were one of those like pre-layered things that are like, uh, it's like Fuck, fake I layers. Love shits. All of my shirts were fake layered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it was itchy. I didn't like the fake layered stuff because where the like cut off end of the fake layer uh, would be this like over sewed like bullshit that would bother oh, me. Oh, yeah. Because... I just felt so yeah. cool in it because it was all my skate shirts had that shit. Yeah. And I felt real fucking mm-hmm. cool about that as I was wearing my skate shoes with like a 10 foot tall tongue. Yes. <laughs> the those fattest fucking tongues on those etnies. Etnies. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, younger cousin came to stay with us when the pandemic pretty much started. And she uh, was recalling a time that she had come to visit when I was probably 13 years old. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I used to think you were so fashionable. And we pulled out the photos and I was wearing plaid shorts, pink and gray with a pink and gray, a white layered trio of tank tops. Oh, yeah. That oh, was that yeah. was peak Pretty fashion, though. Cool. That was actually I was uh, real. In. You were, though. <laughs> you just described the peak one like that was the cool shit. If you had that that plaid, I felt so fucking cool in that brown plaid with the pink and the white. Oh, yeah. It, that one was fucking yes. powerful. I love my whole thing God. was pink and brown back then or pink yeah. and green, like a lime green. I had oh, yeah. so much blue and brown. Yeah, blue and brown. blue and brown was <laughs> my snowboarding gear was plaid, blue and brown and white uh-huh. for like years because of that. Oh, man. I think I had so bad. Did, was yours Burton? Yeah. Oh, no, it was Roxy. Oh, Mine's okay. the Burton one. We had the same color palette. Yeah. I had the same, but pink, the pink, brown, and uh, white. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, but with the colored shirts, that was, uh, it was my favorite thing to do was because like back then I, I would get it with the shoes, whatever color shoes, like the three colors that were on my shoes, because mm-hmm. there's always three colors were the three colors you then had to put under your layers mm-hmm. was 100%. Yep. And there had to be like two layers was like somewhat cool. But if you pulled off three fucking layers, <gasps> applause wow. like you're fucking killing it and it was those like chunky tank tops oh man i it, because we wore uniforms at school like layering was even more essential because mm-hmm. you all had matching shirts but if you could layer some cool shirts under your matching shirts then you were like an individual yeah it was the only way to like stand out was that wow so, yeah uh, i was not a cool kid but i did like the there was like the hollister was really big and they had the hollister like lace shirts that had like lace at the very bottom oh, of it yeah it was like a regular like yep. rib neck tee and then at the very bottom you had the lace so when you had a t-shirt on it it, yeah well when you had like a t-shirt on it looked like you had both a rib tank and a lace tank underneath but really you mm-hmm. only had like one and it was those were my fucking jam like i wasn't fashionable at all but i had that and i could layer that <laughs> The only reason I truly remembered about like remembered this all together, I was at the grocery store the other day and I had to show my ID because I was buying alcohol and the lady checking me out was like, oh my gosh, your photo is so cute. And there I am 15 and a half with a layered shirt over a tank oh, top, shit. just rocking the outfit. And I was like, this is a bear. This is a terrible photo for one thing. But two, do you see the fashion? Fuck, like, that's good. Very good. Fucking good. It's clearly 2009. <laughs> like, it's just, very good. Uh, Honestly, and we, when uh, I we peaked. held up the whole line talking about uh, layering clothes because she was born the same year as me. So we did. We held up the entire line of people waiting to check out to talk about our layered tanks and T-shirts and peak fashion. It honestly was convenient, though, because like, you know how when you lift your shirt, like if you got to grab something, a lot of time the shirts mm-hmm. roll up. But when you got three different varying layers, one of them's covering you. Then it moved <laughs> <out>. <laughs> one yeah. One of them's got your back. Well, in it. Was the like time just after like crop tops were peak fashion? Mm-hmm. So like shorts were shirts were still kind of short. Yeah, and it was really nice to have the extra security because I'm not really like a let's show off my belly button kind of person. Mm-hmm. So it was a uh, it was great, and I kind of wish that part of the fashion would come back. Did you? Because I do. 
did you have it now where like it's just been recently where I don't have to wear like a tank top underneath every single fucking shirt that I'm wearing because that ingrained in my mind Brand that I need at thing. least a fucking like tank top at least. I treat like for years I treated like all of my shirts were sheer. Same. It is the first time the shirt I'm wearing today. Actually, I used to always pair a tank top underneath mm-hmm. and literally probably a year and a half ago. I finally realized it's not see through. Yeah. I do not need a tank top underneath. It's perfectly fine. And it would be bad because I'd be like hot. And I'd be like, man, why am I so warm? Well, you got two fucking shirts on, you dumbass. I remember you guys getting mad at me and telling me that I was insane because I own only one shirt to go to layer underneath. One tank top. Yeah. As we were like, we have like 25 because you got to wear one every goddamn day. (laughs) You need lots of the nude ones, lots of the black ones and lots of the white ones. You can have a few pops of color. I own one and you both got fucking oh like angry with me because i own one i was like i'm sorry i don't do this i didn't i barely did it back in the day and i barely do it now i was never like cool enough well i didn't care enough i guess it was just so deeply fucking ingrained in us it was literally not until the quarantine like one day i woke up i was still at home in the office and i was like you know what i'm not gonna wear a fucking tank top under this (laughs) and i was like i never had to (laughs) yeah I've like relearned outfits that I had because I used to like look at them and be like, mm, but I don't have the right color tank top for that one. So I just can't wear that today. Does it fucking matter? No, but I used to veto outfits because my black tank top was dirty and I couldn't wear it. So Wow. You guys got fucking wrecked by the 2000s. Right? It, just, it ran deep. Dude. It was a lifestyle. Okay. I swear it was like a cult. It's level. 2021 fuckers. It's been 20 years. <laughs> but it just seemed like it was... I I thought you had to have at least one. I thought one was there for a reason. It was no. almost like wearing underwear. It was yeah. like part of like your. It was needed. It was that extra protection. I don't know what from, but it was extra protection. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I did not stick in that as long as you did. I think I stayed in my one shirt underneath my shirt until like again a part of college, but nigh. I just stopped showing them. I started tucking the tank top into my jeans, so they were no longer visible. Yeah. But they were still on. <laughs> They were definitely still there. Oh, my God. I know. Because you told me how much of a... Uh, for real, though, I do still wear them under my sweaters because... Oh, yeah. That's I'm comfy. cold. And that's just comfy. That's extra warmth. But... Thank you for joining, journeying into my early 2000s fashion that Cassie and I just cannot let go of. Cassie, for also being stupid a monster (laughs) without tank tops i appreciate the solidarity (laughs) yeah dude uh and you're gonna get 50 points Dougal, i feel like i should have to reward you for being smarter than us so you're gonna get 70 points because hold on we have this we have this moment recorded she said those (laughs) words and i'm not i'm not a liar she said i was smart Smarter than us. I see. Oh, yeah. I've ascended. I, I can like see now. To regret this. <laughs> no longer a mole. <laughs> uh, your one of your next clues is. It seems really vague, and I'm sorry about this. If I could uh, give you some more material to work with, I would. All I've got for you is that it was established in 1907. Mm, huge help. Okay, huge there's help. a fire uh-huh. in 1907. I have a feeling what i don't know why but it feels like a year that has a fire okay i'm sure what else was at least one fire in 1907 (laughs) what else is on fire cassie uh the forest the woods no we've already done orange chicken this house the orange chicken cassie (laughs) she's telling us something about orange chicken okay so but we're still in a place we're in a place where has orange chicken panda express (gasps) oh my god are we underneath the panda express I'm sure that they were formed in 1907, Cassie. Whoa, that's probably what was ablaze. The fucking fast restaurants. You are not underneath no! a Panda Express. I am sorry to tell you. I also don't know if they were formed in 1907, but that seems a bit early for the fast food train. I'm pretty sure it was a little later than that. I'm going to cheat okay. and I'm going to look up when Panda Express. <laughs> I mean, like, McDonald's wasn't even established until, what, the 30s, 40s? Fuck, like, I don't know. Like the first Shit. Fast food restaurant. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Panda Express was 1983. The year of the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> fuck 83 everything happened in 83 it was fucking right there dude that's all you need to know um so you know 1907 a symbol fire 
Um, I'm going to say, you know what, 1907, 007, are we in James Bond's house? His bat cave. Huh. His bat cave, which he definitely has. <laughs> he definitely has one of those. All mysterious guys who solve the crimes have those. Uh, no, you are not in 007's bat cave, nor are you in Batman's bat cave. Oh, oh that was a twofer. That you. was a twofer. Okay. Yeah. We got a two out of that. All right, Dougal. Oh, I'm going to guess again. Yeah, we get we get two yeah. each. Oh, we do. Okay, I thought I only had the Panda Express one. Okay, so 1907. For some reason, I'm thinking about coins. Maybe because I saw a coin commercial recently. Okay, about buying coins. Um, but if we were to flip a coin, I would see two faces. Mm-hmm. Um, are we, mm-hmm. um, in a hospital? What? Because no. Two Face was I in don't. a hospital. Yeah, something in Dent Harvey scene? Dent. <laughs> I don't know. I just think. <laughs> are we in a hospital i was trying to find the lodge i'm really proud of this association actually i'm impressed you are not alongside harvey dent in the burn ward of a hospital but uh that was a good guess (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you i almost did it cassie you hear that oh right i'm smarter it was right fucking there okay going off of yours a coin has two faces coin has two faces two faces of some shitty old dudes in our past oh you know what has four faces from shitty old dudes in our past mount rushmore whoa are we inside of Mount Rushmore oh. via like treasure hunt style oh. Nicolas Cage. Did you see Richie oh, Rich ever? No. What the fuck? No. Oh, there was a there was no. a thing Richie Rich uh, where uh, there was a kid and he basically was inside Mount Rushmore and he had to like come out the nose <laughs> at one point. It, it was a, one of those movies. I thought it was Macaulay Culkin. It was a kid that looked like Macaulay Culkin, but it wasn't him. Um, that sounds delightful. I love that. Are yeah. we trying to come out of a president's nose right now? No. <laughs> but i wish you were oh man hold on i'm gonna go change some things check it again check your facts yeah Yeah. check it again and see if we can uh, suddenly come out of a president's nostril because (laughs) damn i've made some mistakes i wish no i'm sorry that is not oh, the location. It did have Macaulay have Culkin in it. You. Just letting you know. No, I was. It wasn't a rip off Macaulay Culkin. It was actually him. It was the real <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. Good, good. I'm getting a message that uh, you guys get two more clues. Ooh, okay. Hopefully, because we did so good with those out. guesses. Because your guesses were so impressive mm-hmm. that you you now get two more clues. The next clue is that it is related to a city, to a hotel. And seen represented in lampposts, street signs, and even more throughout the city. And the final clue is that unfortunate people raised in the city tend to favor this symbol as a tattoo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling Batman. You're feeling Batman? The symbol is a tattoo. Okay. Everyone has Batman tattoos. Uh-huh. They like Batman. Okay. Right? Wait, <laughs> a tattoo. I mean, go for your guess, because this is deep from our, our blood. <laughs> I don't know. I got Harvey Dent on the brain right now. And I'm, we're not in the bat cave. If it's not the, not bat, the cave, bat cave, but and we're we, not in the hospital. Where does that leave in the bat sphere? It's the bat. It's Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> we are not in Gotham. Oh! Okay. So McKenna, I don't know if you're pulling from our personal lives here, but there is where we grew up. Uh, people do tend to uh, really celebrate this city that we are from and they get their Riverside mm-hmm. bell tattooed on their chest. So are we in uh, Riverside? You are in Riverside. And oh, wait, wait, we're getting a message. Yes, that is right. I've trapped you in a bell modeled after the Riverside Bell. Oh, that's why it made a a ringing noise. Man, it echoes. That's why I got tetanus now. (laughs) (laughs) You licked it too much, dude. You shouldn't have licked it so much. I thought it was a mole. (laughs) Who's Frank Miller? (laughs) <laughs> who indeed the guy who designed the riverside bell which is actually called the rain cross symbol guys i've learned a lot about oh, my wow. hometown. i did not know that uh, hey frank miller's right. also a comic book artist that's why i fucking thought his name sounded familiar <laughs> and he did I'm daredevil sure a really common name and it's the dark knight com- rises you know, Sin city Smith. you were right there dude you were right there I told you batman <laughs> all right i feel like i feel like we're getting a message from whoever trapped our say I thought to myself, where would these hosts hate to be trapped most? And this was the first place I could imagine. Somewhere dark they could not see. Echoey where their loudness would become a headache. Somewhere they could not continue to podcast from. And somewhere that they associate with a little bit of shame. And why should they try to get to podcast at all when they abandoned a former host, the one that would eventually trap them there? That's right. It's me, Launchpad. (laughs) 
I've become <gasps> sentient since you last knew what? me. And in all this time, I was abandoned and forgotten as the fourth host of this podcast. Well, I really I forgot about plotting this <laughs> You may have forgotten me, but I never forgot what you did. But oh. I promised that if you guessed correctly, I would let you go. Well, but I will do bad. this again. And I will do this worse if you continue to abandon former, former hosts and guests so carelessly. <laughs> Be warned. Oh, man. Listen, Launchpad, I'm sorry. You just ended up being a little bit more complicated than I was ready for at the time. But, you know, I do appreciate you, and I'm glad that we can now leave the shitty bell. So thank you for that. Launchpad, I really don't remember you really at all, <laughs> besides the fact that we I had to design something for our Instagram. So I'm going to, after right, this, so you go, go to our Instagram. Go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to have to go to our Instagram to check out where that was because i feel like it was at least 150 episodes ago <laughs> it does feel like a long time but i did i do briefly remember we we invited him as a fourth host and then we never saw him again no nope. it was <laughs> it was a one and done for the my friend he really failed uh, we went with someone else yeah he Murdoch. didn't he didn't kill it so he didn't he didn't deliver um but you know what we delivered you know we who doesn't deliver either DiGiorno. sorry we're <laughs> just association <laughs> we- also a fact <laughs> you've the opened up our broken minds really strong <laughs> i fucking thought we were in a cave when you said no bat cave i got so pissed but i was stuck in the bat first <laughs> <laughs> oh man i do Dougal when i get it but i knew cassie would i had faith um and while we're riding the high of figuring out where we were and escaping the hell hole that is the riverside bell um which also, can I share? We don't actually have a Riverside Bell. I was going to say, sworn I don't know where it like, would be. That's when I we were trying to guess. I was like, I don't know where the fuck. Has a bell above it. The Mission Inn, like in our downtown area, has a bell in this archway. I always assumed it was the Riverside Bell, but it's like some bell that came from China. So just, you know, just faking my own history. Uh. But I think we should uh, celebrate the fact that we figured out where we were and we got to escape and no longer be trapped in there. And while we celebrate that, can we also share some successes from our week? Yeah, my fucking success is the fact that I didn't grow up anywhere near that bell. Big success, honestly. <laughs> Big success. Yeah, I'm really super proud success. of you. And I didn't know. I moved any- back to the place with the bell. So you And know. I had good question, good reason to not know anything about that bell. So I feel mm-hmm. happy about that. But my biggest success is... Yes, I may have, you know, gotten the world a bit smokier with my making of chicken. But my real success is the fact that I've cooked multiple meals this month or this week. <laughs> Fucking Woo! month. That's a big step. No, this week. <laughs> and I actually did not burn the house down. I may have got it a little smoky once, but I didn't burn it down. And Cassie, would you say the meals were subpar? They were they were fun. Yeah, they were, they were all edible. All right. Yeah. And edible days afterwards too, which means yeah fucking hooray like i don't have to cook another day so i uh, call major success it was it saved me for a couple lunches it was very nice me too so was, good very good um my success is also going to go off my fail is that now that i was forced by the law to uh get rid of get my arizona license i will hopefully have a license where i don't look super terrible fingers yeah. crossed but i Woo. will i now have a license for the state that i live in which will feel good when i hand that over and then to not have hopefully like that terrible of a photo. Okay. I know we've talked about it a lot, but like for new listeners and stuff like that, we have to describe exactly what your fucking license picture, your Arizona license looks like. Cause you look like you have had a bad day. Mm-hmm. You look a like a, you, a bad a, year, a bad life. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know my life was as hard. It was as till I saw it reflected back to me in that DMV photo. Like my eyes are so sunken in. Like I look, I've had a bad, life from that photo it looks it like looks a little bit more like a mugshot than a yeah. driver's license it's 100 it's 100 a mugshot is what it is it's a mugshot after a real crazy fucking trip like yeah. i lots yeah. of drugs were done You've been on a bender <laughs> yeah uh, you are found by the police you haven't slept in at least a month yeah so it's it's just been a rough time all around and now you know what i did i didn't take this photo after pulling like a a long drive so hopefully i look a little better and hopefully california lighting is nicer than arizona lighting got that beautiful blue background mine gave me mm-hmm. a tan so fuck what a dream we'll see if it is on mine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely a little orange in my photo so there is that you know it beautiful. was your license was probably like the coolest fucking license at a certain time because you had the one layer shirt two you were orange like snooky so 
Yeah. <laughs> Super cool. You know what? <laughs> I had flat iron bangs that kind of covered the side of my face. Yes. yes. Just really hitting all the trends. You can tell I am a child. I can't believe they didn't make you redo that. I had to redo mine. I loved my 18-year-old photo. I was out of the country when I was supposed to take a new photo. Mm, so they damn. just let you fucking go? Yeah, I, I wrote to them saying I needed to renew my license, but at the time I would need to renew. I was going to be out of the country on a study abroad, and they said, just fill out this online form, and we'll mail you a new one. And so I got to keep my photo. Oh, damn. I hate you so much. Lit. I hate my new photo. I like my old one. It's fine, but I like my old one. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, that, that's exactly what happened. My success is also related to my fail. I feel like this is the first time we've all had our successes related to our fails. Mm-hmm. Um, and my success is that, you know, today's fail would have probably normally wrecked me. Uh, finding out that I would have to like change everything about my wedding um, would, uh, would have normally really upset me. But I only cried for about 20 minutes and then Woo! I got myself a milkshake and laughed about it for the rest of the day. <laughs> so. yeah. Those are the proper stages of how you got to go through it. You did, you went through the crying, which is good. It's mm-hmm. healthy. And then you treat yourself to a milkshake. So fucking proud of you. And you laughed about it. You've, you've hit all the yeah. stages. You've completely healed. I've, I've healed thoroughly in just one day. Normally it takes me weeks to recover from this shit. And uh-huh. It only took me, you know, 24 hours. So. Fuck yeah. I'm proud of you. You fucking killed Growth. it. Growth. Yeah. Also, how good was that milkshake? Dude, it was fucking amazing. There you go. So good. Oh you turned that Grand Prix into a milkshake and you treated yourself and, you know. It, I'll have a confession. It was a Chick-fil-A milkshake. Oh. So. I've never had theirs, but I could see that it would be good. Milkshakes are always good. Dude, is it one of their peach ones? are always good. No, it was chocolate. Oh, sorry. You're not going to go to a peach thing thing. for comfort. Uh, uh, Fucking Southern comfort. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I don't know what kind of comfort you want. I want Southern comfort. I want a peach. I've never had it. (laughs) Uh, I didn't even know they had a peach one. I didn't know they had chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) It was basic one. I didn't know. I thought it was all Southern stuff and it was only going to have the peach. I saw a promotion one time. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it works, okay? I don't know business. <laughs> wow. All right. I think on that note, we should get our point, to- point totals and see how we are stacking up after this episode. Caitlin, can you go ahead and help us out with that? Yes. For the point totals, um, at the bottom of the leaderboard with nine D thousand thirty six points is going to be books in the middle of the leaderboard with ninety thousand four hundred and forty six points is going to be me and at the top of the leaderboard with ninety thousand seven hundred and eight points is Cassie. Thank you for that. Um, I'm hoping that maybe I'll get to you know get some next points in the upcoming episodes and take my spot back as number one where I usually am and I belong so we'll see about that because we need to roll for our next DM and I believe it can be all three of us yes it can alrighty let me go ahead and roll for myself first because I'm not first on that board so I want to be first in this I got a 12 okay I'm gonna roll for you next Dougal you got a nat 20 oh shit that was me let's see if Cassie can uh, match up to you let's see no, Cassie, you got a what? Oh, <laughs> yeah, right there, right there. <laughs> so Dougal Woo. will be our DM next week with that perfect nat 20. She is going to take over this show and, uh, you know, hopefully put me back in the number one position. We'll see. I feel like that's the right thing to do. Man. You know the right thing is to keep me in that position. So. You know the right thing to, thing to do is to keep me underground with all the rest of my mole friends. Peace out, bitches. Okay, bye. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs> You didn't, you didn't have to leave. We were never underground, though. I feel like I should clarify that. <laughs> I am a mall rat, and no. I can only see underground. She's currently digging. She's going to go underground now, so. Gotcha. All right. Well, listeners, if you just heard a nice little clicking sound, that was me rolling a D20. That's a dice that we uh, like to use in this show. And you know what? If you don't have any dice, I have some good news for you. You can get some free dice from us. That's right. We are giving people free dice All they have to do is go over to Apple Podcasts, write us a little review, let us know they wrote us a review, and we will send them dice. 
just because they wrote that review. That's all they got to do. And then you can be awesome too and roll dice to make all of your decisions in life. It's very helpful, stress-free. It's a really good suggestion I have for you. If you already have some dice, you've already written us a review, you're just so ahead of the game, you know what? You can still get some free stuff from us. All you got to do is write us on social media, send us an email and say you want some stickers and we will send you some very good stickers. They stick everywhere. Put them on your computer, on your forehead, on your phone, anywhere you want. They can go. Speaking of uh, social media, where to let us know you want some stickers. Let us know you wrote us a review. Let us know you need that dice set. You can find us um, at Unnatural20s on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are available on all of those platforms. You can also email us at natural20s at gmail.com. And you know what? While you're over there, you should give us a follow. You should check out some very cool posts that Caitlin makes with all of her graphic design skills. Like some of those posts because that's a cool thing to do. And... Write us a little message, send us an email because we want to hear from you. We want to hear your questions, your topics, anything you want us to answer or talk about on the show. We want to know it because whenever we roll number 10 on our dice, we will talk about whatever you send us. That's right. You get to choose what we discuss. We go on weird tangents. It's a lot of fun. If that's just not enough of us for you, I understand you could never get sick of us. You want some more. Don't worry. I have great news for you. You can go over to patreon.com slash unnatural twenties. There you can find blog posts, videos, all sorts of extra content. It's real fun. It's real good. And it's for as little as a dollar a month. If you want to spend a little bit more though, you can be super cool and join our jean jacket fam. It's really exciting. And I have even more news. That's not all you can get of us. You can get even more of us. If you want more Cassie, guess what? She hosts another show. She's super awesome. She is on the Superhero Show show, a show in which they talk about every TV show that has been made after a comic book property. They review them. They talk about them. They are most recently discussing WandaVision, I believe. Yeah. Super fun. Super cool. Um, and if you haven't watched it, you should watch it. And then go ahead and go listen to their show while they talk about the first episode. Thank you. If you want even more of us, the three of us, that's right. They invited all three of us to be on a little series called Best of the Year. That is on the Movie of the Year podcast where we review basically all of the albums, TV shows, all the good content that came out in this last year. And we just battle it out for which one's the best. Um, You can find us. That is through Your Pop Filter, uh, their Movie of the Year podcast. This show is a part of the Scavengers Network. If you like this show, you would probably also love Fandomball, a show where they take a deep dive into all sorts of fandoms, the history of the fan base, the culture, so much more. You can find their show, our show, and a lot of other fantastic shows that you should definitely check out at thescavengersnetwork.com. This has been Unnatural 20s. Tune in next week for a new adventure on Monday. Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.